With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. IFL TV is now sponsored by the Wall Street Memes Casino. Sign up today for the ultimate betting experience. Deposit $10 to get a $20 free bet when using code IFLTV24. Welcome to another episode of Talk Smart with Pew and McCart. That's Tony Pew. I'm Andrew McCart, the first one of 2024. Joe Pugh, did you have a good New Year, young young man? I know we said we spoke a little bit off camera, but how was your New Year? Yeah, it was good, mate. It was um, by the sounds of it a little bit different to yours, a little bit manic, uh, a little bit more manic. I was in Benidorm, uh, enjoying myself and uh, yeah, partying. But you sound like you had a nice, chilled, quiet one with the family, mate. Yeah, we we do we go down to Keswick, which is down in the Lake District, every year around about the twenty seventh, twenty eighth of December, and we stay down there till the third. Hill walks. Don't get me wrong, we we do go to the pub. We do celebrate uh, New Year. We go to the pub every now and again. But I like a little glass of red wine, good food. Yep. Uh, hill walks a little bit different. When you get to my age, Joe, maybe, and you start having kids, maybe you'll you'll change and go to Keswick rather than Benidorm. But you you got plenty of plenty of time on your hands to to enjoy yourself anyway. So. Quite right. Enjoy yourself. Benidorm, I beat I, I, I love the fact you um, say we go down to the Lake District. For me, that's so far up. But because <laughs> you're even further, you have to you say we go down. Yeah, For me, I'm going up about six and a half, seven hours. But you, you're going down. I'm down that just shows hours. how high you are. I'm down, Jesus two hours Christ. I'm down two hours to the Lake District. That's how far north I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe, there's a lot. I mean... Boxing last year was probably on the up. If we look at what the yep. fights, the fights when we got made, we 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 got that huge Saudi Arabia shows when it uh, the day of reckoning and and uh, Tyson Fury and Ghana at the beginning of the year we had Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, Spence and Crawford sprinkling a little bit of yard better beer. What a fight that was! Do you know what I mean? It was just that we had some very 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 good fights, and it looks like the fights that we want are starting to get made. But let's start off with news that broke maybe two, three days ago. And there was whispers and rumours about it. Big Anthony Joshua against the probably even bigger, maybe not height-wise, but in weight, uh, Francis Ngannou. Um, where do you stand on that? How do you, uh, what's your thoughts on that? 
Well, I think it was unfortunate for Anthony Joshua that Deontay Wilder didn't win because it was just all sharp. All roads leaded to Fury Usyk, then Wilder, AJ. And then it was kind of a massive jigsaw where you're trying to move each little piece to make it work. And this whole IBS situation where the March date and the February date are so close together, there's so little wiggle room. So I think probably the most sensible decision was to wait and see how that IBF decision plays out. And you can even you can either sit and wait until the end of the year, or you can have a big blockbuster fight. And after the Tyson Fury fight against Ngannou, Ngannou's stock is at an all-time high. And it'll be interesting to see how Anthony Joshua does compare to Tyson Fury. And it'll be a good measuring stick, a very, very exciting show. And I'm sure we'll all tune in for it. Yeah, I, th- I think so, mate. I think now that with Tyson Fury fighting there, we had his fight with Francis Ngannou. There's, there's tape on him now. Now you can see how he how he enters the ring and how he performs inside in, inside the ring. Tyson Fury went in there blind. All he was getting was hard work. Do you know what I mean? And you, you know, film study. Ben Davidson's big on it. Him and Lee Wiley, they're big on the film study. Um, but now there's a little bit of film on Francis Ngannou and how he boxes. So it might be a different fight uh, in the way Joshua approaches it. And I, a different style. Tyson Fury is the bigger man in that ring. He's, he's always the bigger man being six foot nine and 270 pounds. But Francis Ngannou matched him in weight. So Tyson couldn't really bully him. So it'll be interesting to see Anthony Joshua, who's got power in his right hand. Can he, can he knock... Francis Ngannou out. Can Ngannou do what he did to Tyson Fury and drop and hurt Anthony Joshua? I mean, where does Anthony Joshua go? You mentioned the IBF situation there. And listen, you can call it a money grab. A money grab it probably is. You know what I mean? Saudi Arabia want these fights and they're getting the fights. Uh, But after Deontay Wilder losing, but losing so wide on the cards against Joe Parker, um, the sprinkle, the little bit of sparkle that was on that Joshua Wilder fight had disappeared. Um, does does Joshua fight Parker rematch? Does that excite anyone? Probably not. Tyson Fury and Usyk already lined up to fight each other. Does Dubois excite you against Joshua? Maybe not. Joe Joyce, possibly. So where does he go with it? It gets you. It get an Anthony Joshua fight. that gets the. You know what it's like when Anthony Joshua fights. Everybody's like, yes, let's go, let's tune in, let's buy the pay per view, and let's watch. But Francis and Ganu is that unknown entity, right? Where you're looking at it and going. Yeah, I'm going to tune in to watch that because it's it's just a powerhouse against a powerhouse, really. A pure boxer in Anthony Joshua. And after his last fight against Dwight Wyland, it seems like, the, if you want to call it the old Joshua is back, um, the spiteful what Joshua, the one that wants to hurt you. I, I just think, well, where does, where does Joshua go? I mean, does any other heavyweight out there excite you other than Joshua Wilder, Joshua Tyson Fury? And like I said to you, the Wilder fight lost its sparkle a little bit. Tyson Fury's fighting Usyk in February. So where does Anthony Joshua go? I think business sense, business sense, it makes sense. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I think right now you're weighing up risk and reward. And Anthony Joshua has made no secret that his aim, his target is to become a three-time heavyweight world champion. Um, Yeah, he could go in with someone young, someone fresh, someone hungry. And it's a big risk, but then you could go in with someone 10 times more well-known uh, in Francis Ngannou and 10 times more marketable and probably an easier fight than a lot of these people. Whilst you're waiting 
for this heavyweight title shot, which you're most probably getting in the latter half of 2024. So for me, it makes perfect sense. It'll be an absolutely mega fight. And by the sounds of it, we're hearing that Zhang could be on the undercard. Wilder could be back straight away mm-hmm. in the undercard, which is good. I think if Wilder does decide to carry on, it needs to be fast. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know whether that was just a big spell of inactivity just caught up with him or father time caught up with him. So it's really good to see Wilder, if he does get on that card, to be back in the ring in such quick succession because then we'll really see where he's at and we'll see whether he's done or we'll see whether that was just a hard, heavy, unfortunate case of ring rust. Yeah, I mean, two years out of the ring, less than a round in two years, Wilder had come up against Joseph Parker. Yeah. Parker had three fights leading up to that fight in a calendar year alone. Um, so we could read that 38 years old Wilder is, um, inactivity, like it might have been a, a bit of both, do you know what I mean? But then he done he done the rounds with uh, Joseph Parker, get him straight back in with Zhili Zhang, and that's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous fight. Zhili Zhang, Southpaw, can bang, he's going away three stone heavier maybe than, than Deontay Wilder. But the right hand of the orthodox fighter is perfect against a Southpaw opponent. And Zhang is tall, rigid, do you know what I mean? And Parker's smaller, a little bit more head movement, a little bit more fleet of foot. Um, so does Zhang suit Wilder? Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the way Zhang's hitting right now and the, the way Zhang's performing, just need to go to the Joyce fights. Um, you, you're going to be hard-pressed to bet against him, against Deontay Wilder, after, after you're going off the last two performances. Um, but like I say, it's... We're getting the fights we want to see. I still want to see Joshua Wilder. Don't get me wrong. I still want to see that fight. I think styles make fights as as we've seen before in the past. Um, and I think now in an ideal world, I think I spoke to Sam Jones about this. We all want to see Joshua Tyson Fury before they retire. We don't care if they've lost or whatever. We want to see that fight. So the ideal scenario, if you're playing out as a boxing fan in your head, Fury beats Usyk, right? All the belts fragment. Then they get the rematch on Fury Usyk. Fury beats Usyk again, let's say. Joshua beats Nganu, goes on to fight Hergovic for the IBF. He wins that. Come 2025, we finally get to see Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Now, is that going to happen? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Who who knows? But I think once we get this kind of section of heavyweight fights out of the way, because I think this March date is the last of this Riyadh season, if I'm right. And then it goes off to Ramadan and they do what, what they've got to do in Saudi Arabia. And then it'll probably all start again in October time. And I think once we finish this March show, once we see the landscape after that, because don't forget in this March show, early March, we're going to have hopefully an undisputed champion. We may have an undisputed champion who's already had to relinquish a belt or two. And now we would have seen Every governing body t- takes shape and take form because let's be real, every governing body has kind of took the pressure off the gas because they all wanted the undisputed fight. But no mistake about it, after Fury and Usyk fight each other, there's going to be a lot of governing bodies ordering a lot of different fights. And it'll be very interesting to see the way the latter half of 2024 plays out because I think we could see a reformation of the heavyweight division, certainly by the start of next year, when we talk in 12 months' time, I think the landscape will be very, very different. 
Well, going on these last two Riyadh shows, the last mm. thing they've been changes all the time, it seems. Yeah. I mean, Parker, I don't think many people had Parker beating Wilder. Dubois against Miller, I don't think many people had Dubois beating Jarrell Miller the way he did, stopping him in the last round with eight seconds to go. Uh, Ajit Kabayao announced himself on the scene, beating the, the monster Mac Magmudov. Um who else? I'm probably missing somebody else there, but you know what I mean. It's uh, Frank Sanchez. Frank Sanchez. Mm. I mean, we've got. And I was looking at. I was looking at the age of these heavyweights. Daniel Dubois is only 26 years old. So, I mean, all these other heavyweights are 35, 36. Wilder 38. Joyce 38. Zhang 40. Um, and then you've got young, a young Jared Anderson and Moses the Tumor with uh, Daniel Dubois. Do you know what I mean, the the heavyweight scene's got some young guns coming through that want to. Maybe stamp their authority early and take on some of these old dogs. We we, we don't know yet. And then, like I say, these last couple of shows that we've seen, uh, the landscape changes all the time. Big Martin Bacoli, I've got to mention Martin Bacoli or Billy Nelson will probably give me a wee phone call after he watches this. Martin Bacoli, I mean, he's 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 a dangerous fight in the heavyweight division. Um, I know he probably should write that wrong with Michael Hunter, but he's up there number one in the WBA. So you're talking about these belts being fragmented yeah. up a music fight. Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting time. In 20, I'm looking forward to 2024. I really, really am. I want to know where Canelo goes. Uh, does Spence Crawford get their rematch on at 154? Um, Devin Haney, does he fight Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis at this stage of his career? Do we get to see Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall beginning of the year? The rematch on that one? Um, yeah, it's, it's the way 2023 went, I think we were seeing the way boxing should have went. Who gives a shit about your zero? I mean, Leonard, Hagler, Hearns, Duran, Ali, Spinks. Nobody gave a shit about the zero back then. I mean, you lost, you came back, you had the rematch, or you, you, you built yourself up again, you went again, and, and you know what I mean? It's Now there's too much emphasis on losing that zero and dropping right down the bottom of the pile and forgotten about. I mean, that, that's where boxing's lost its way a little bit. Uh, losing a fight, if it's a good... If you lose a fight and you're in a, a, a great, great fight, Right, but you get the you get the L. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? You you've proven yourself that you can stand in and have a good fight. Go again. But the way boxing is and politics and oh, I don't know. Well, I'm just I'm just I'm going to keep on a positive note though. 2024, Joe, we're going to see bigger and better fights. I think we're going to see more undisputed fights being made because we need to know the number one guy in the division. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for 2024, and I, I believe with Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren working together now and being best pals, or maybe not best pals, but being pals, we can see little crossovers every now and again, I think. And, uh, yeah, what do you think? Do you think we're going to see a big better, <laughs> a big better 2024 20, than we did 23? Well, I think 2023 was really good, um, as we spoke about throughout the year. I think it's important not to get too carried away because we've been, for a fair few years before that, kind of, not suffering, but certainly not as good as last year. So, we are getting a little bit spoiled now, so let's not take it for granted. Let's enjoy it mm-hmm. and let's uh, start enjoying the boxing for 2024. And I think that kind of segues us into the first big show of 2024, which happened about 10, 11 hours ago over in Las Vegas. Golden Boy, Virgil Ortiz's first fight at one Five four against Lawson. I know you want to talk about the stoppage of that mm-hmm. in a minute, but first of all, we've got to talk about O'Hara Davis versus Barroso. And yeah, stayed up for that one. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Good friend of mine, O'Hara, and uh, yeah, absolutely uh, gutted for him. He um, made a bit of a mistake and just Barroso, the power of him, mm. just absolutely took him apart, just pounced on that mistake. And just landed kind of three really heavy shots in the first round. And I think it was a bit like Goodnight Vienna after those shots, mate. Did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, I watched it. And, uh, you know, I've got it for Harley Davis, man. He's, after the Josh Taylor loss and Jack Carroll loss, he built his, his way back up again. Like I said to you, get the mills on your record. Who cares? Build your way back up and go again. And he got himself back to a position where we could have got another world champion on, on, on these shores. Um, but listen... It it doesn't matter. Like you get caught cold in the first round, you get caught cold. Do you know what I mean? You've not had time to warm up. You're not had time to feel the power and see where any mistakes or any nuances that your opponent gives that you can counter and whatnot. But I just think that O'Hara got caught cold. And what interest what was what interested me was Will Jones in the corner. You, there was a corner sort of like you know how you get the social media guys. Yeah, he had his phone. I watched the video, and Will Jones literally said. He's waiting for you to rush in. Don't rush in. And as he just finished that, O'Hara rushed in with that and got clipped. Just as well in the first round, to if, if if that message got to O'Hara Davis, or O'Hara Davis waited to to throw that shot, we might we might have had a, a different fight. But just as Will Jones said, he's waiting for you to rush in. Don't rush in. As he said it, he rushed in and then bang. Bang. Good night, Vienna, as you said. Um, but listen. Credit to O'Hara Davis, credit to Will Jones. You get caught cold, you get caught cold. We've seen that many a times first. Amir Khan against uh, Prescott back in the day. Do you yep. know what I mean? Didn't even get time to warm up and boom, 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 you're out. Um, but listen, hopefully we'll, uh, O'Hara Davis comes back. He's got a great coach in Will Jones. I really, really like Will Jones. And uh, yeah, tough one for O'Hara. Yeah, definitely. And I think such a shame. Big... He really embraced the kind of Vegas build-up. He was absolutely loving it, seeing him at the hockey. Um, Golden Boy obviously got that contract with Golden Boy. And, yeah, I just would have loved to have seen the fight just kind of get into its groove a bit because to see how the middle rounds would have gone because 
Barroso looks old, but Barroso's only 40. I know he looks about 55. Nothing wrong with exactly. Look at this. I'm 41. Yeah, you look younger than him. You look much younger than Barroso, but it just shows that <laughs> don't judge a book by his cover. I remember <laughs> last year with uh, Emiliano Marsili, who was like 49, coming in against Gavin Gwynn for the European. And for like, I can't even remember how many rounds it was. I think it was nine, ten rounds. He'd give him absolute hell mm. until Gwynn managed to get him out of there. So, yeah, don't judge a book by its cover. And, yeah, get it for O'Hara, but I pray to God he comes back. He's still got a lot in the tank. And he hadn't lost for five years up to that. Yeah. After the Jack Catterall loss, he went away, rebuilt his stock, got that big contract. So, hopefully, he will get another throw at the dice. But we'll move on to the main event, Virgil Ortiz. And we were just talking about it before we mm-hmm. pressed record. I know you want to talk about this stoppage, so I'll hand it over to you, Andy. Yeah, Tony Weeks, man. That's two, two, two high-profile premature stoppages in, in, in my book. I just think, come on now. It's like a lot of the shots, if you watch the shots that Virgil Ortiz was throwing, a lot of them are just clipping his gloves. There mm. was not one clean shot that got through. And if, as a referee, if you're in the ring a yard away from the action, you're looking at it going, he's, he, he, it's all in the gloves. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I get it with, what, maybe 10 unanswered punches, but if it, none of them are snapping your head back and making you do this, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, it's Come on now. And then obviously the Barroso um, stoppage against Roland Romero as well. That one, it's just... I get it, right? You've got to protect the fighters. I really, really do, right? Because uh, it's a dangerous sport. You're getting punched in the head continuously and it's... It's a very, very dangerous sport for our entertainment, right? I get that. But watch the replay. About eight of the nine shots landed all in the gloves. Not one was clean. Do you know what I mean? And it's a it's a big fight. If that was on the undercard at some journeyman or whatever, aye, fair play, but not on a big fight like that. Do you know what I mean? Ortiz, I don't know. I, that's how I, I just think it was premature. That's two from Tony Weeks. I think now he needs to maybe take, I don't, I, I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? Can you can you suspend them? Can you? I don't know what you can do to stop them and maybe make. Again, I'm just waff. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even annoyed, Joe. I just feel like, come on, it's boxing. Fans are tuning in for. Oh. We're tuning in for good knockouts, good stoppages, right? But obviously, I get fighter safety, but not when every nine of the ten shots are land on the glove, one body shot got through, or something like that. Do you know what I mean, I need to watch the replay again, but yeah, I don't know where you sit on it, Joe, but I just think that's two and two on the bounce, two high profile premature stoppages now. I think we need to. We're not saying that Lawson <laughs> was going to beat Virgil Ortiz, no. like, we're not going to say that he's coming back, but I think he just looks it's not great for Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz wants that mm. comprehensive knockout, he wants that stamp, he wants the exclamation mark on his performance and kind of assert himself into that one five four division. I know Tim Zoo tweeted about him after that'd be a great fight for next year. I love Virgil Ortiz Jr. And that that they was very respectful about each other and they was like, yes, let's make this fight. So hopefully we get that fight at some point this year. But yeah, I, I just think it's it's hard again because you 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 are fight, battling between fighter safety. Fight fight yeah, yeah. But Lawson wouldn't have wanted to go out like that. No, no. fighter would, would want to get stopped like that because at the end of the day, I know you sometimes have to protect fighters from themselves, but they at the at the end of the day, they know what they're going in there to do. They've made that conscious decision to go into a very dangerous environment for our entertainment. Mm. And I know sometimes you need to be safe from yourself, but I think in that case and certainly some other cases recently, 
let it go on. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, you, you don't want to see a fighter get knocked out where he's in a stretcher and stuff like that, clearly. But, no, of course not. Like, if you watch the replay, a lot of them, although although he's throwing heavy shots, uh, Virgil Ortiz, he's missed a couple, a lot of hitting the glove, maybe the odd left hook to the body got through. Um, I don't know. It's just Tony Beats. Virgil, listen, like you said to you, Virgil Ortiz would have won that fight. Lawson wouldn't want a, a loss like that. Um, and I think now with him and Tim Zhu talking, I think that's a great fight. I think that's an... I love Tim Zhu. I don't know what's going on with that Australasia boxing scene right now with Jaya Pattaya, Joseph Parker, Tim Zhu, um, Liam Paro. Um, I probably missed it. a couple more. Sky Nicholson. Do you know what I mean? The, the Australasia boxing right now is... And Jaya Pattaya, man. I, I got to meet him out in the Saudi Arabia for the first time. And that guy is just cool just a cool motherfucker man he's a cool guy isn't he yeah oh, he's just yeah a he's cool, great i cool love him guy and he's just yeah and the way he fights as well he says he wants to go up to heavyweight man he's 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 not big but the throwback heavyweights weren't big do you know what i mean mike tyson and all these guys joe frazier all the throwback heavyweights Muhammad ali was what six three six two six three i mean these guys weren't massive back in the day rocky marciano was what six one or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I that. think we're moving out the. Uh, we're moving out of the era of the, the huge, huge heavyweights. Right. I think, yeah. like coming through when you look at like Jared Anderson, Moses Atoma, they're not like <clears throat> giants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jab Tire being that size fit right into that sort of era. Mm. I think we took a little. We took a little turn there. But just, I just want to mention Jaya Patel because I thought it was. It was. It yeah. Was brilliant, man. yeah. I, I just think that whole cruiserweight scene right now, especially with the ones that we've got in the UK, I think we'll see Jaya Pattaya back in the, the UK either against Chris Bill Smith, React for, uh, I don't know who else is, you know I mean, it's just a great division, especially in the UK. Um, but then, oh, here's a, I've got a question for you, man, right? The WBA have said that, well, the, their new, with the Super Cruiserweight, it's 224. Right? Is that right? Is it, is it 224? I think it, um... I think it's 224. Um, okay. Usyk came in at two twenty one. His last few fights. If he and now they're saying if you're if you're if you're under that, you're in the super cruiserweight division. Does he does Usyk come in heavier against Tyson Fury to not rock the boat with the WBA? It's quite interesting. Do you know what no, I mean? I don't, you need to come. I don't, in at, yeah. You need to come in at two twenty four. I think. But again, that's probably a conversation for another time. Um. Like you said, we've, we've just had O'Hara Davis there kicking off the year, gutted for him. But we've got another Brett aiming to become a two-weight world champion, and um, probably again upset this apple cart because a lot of people are wanting this Bertie Beer Bevel fight, Callum Smith. And um, I'm giving Callum a great chance against Bertie Beer. I mean, you're talking about Father Time um, with Barroso and Jiang, right? They're 40 and 40 years old, and um, Bertie Beer is what 38, but. If you have that power, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter how old you are. Barroso and Zhang, I've showed you, if you can punch, doesn't matter about age. doesn't matter about age. And I can see it being a good fight. But I'm giving Cam Smith a great, great chance against Bert Beer. We've seen the yard fight, how vulnerable maybe at some points and how open Bert Beer is. Um, and I think Cam's got a great chance next week. I think Bert Beer's... Always been that little bit open, but he kind of catches them on the gloves, takes one, 
to land one and slowly works his opponent down. And I think when you rewatch the yard fight, I think I was at the arena that night and I was getting a little bit overexcited because what yard was doing. But then I think Baturbi is so clever in the way that he just slowly but surely breaks you down. And with the Callum Smith fight, it, obviously it was meant to happen last year. Better be ever hasn't fought since mm-hmm. the yard fight, which was last January. So we're coming up to a year now and he's getting to that stage where he's undefeated. He's got a hundred percent KO record mm-hmm. and you might just be kind of waiting for him. It might not be this fight. It might be two fights. Time. It might be four fights time. You're waiting for that father time to catch up to him. So it's going to be really interesting. And we're in that stage of his career now where it may be this fight. It may be the next fight. Mm. Can he hold on so we get that big blockbuster against Bivol? But then if we get Callum Swift winning, then obviously we're all happy because another British world champion, we all got to get up behind Callum Smith. Mm. But then you're thinking, well, oh, I always wanted that unification fight. So it's a little bit of a win-win as long as we get the unifications. Yeah, well, Cam Smith, you talked about Bert Bf being out of the ring for a year. It would be what? Yeah. I don't think Cam fought once in 2023. And what was it? Maybe oh, I can't remember the summer of 22? I, th- I think the last time he fought might have been AJ Usyk too. When was that? Was that, that, was, that was August, was it? Was that August 2022? I can't remember. I, can't I might remember. be wrong, but yeah. You're probably, listen, you're probably right, but um, yeah, I, I still think Cam's got a great chance. I, I, I was yeah, great chance. I think, I think Cam in Liverpool a couple of months back, and he's 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 filled in massively, man. He's he's, he's mm. got he's got a big big back about him, and, he, and this probably like heavyweight suits him more because he's he's six foot three. Do you know what I mean? He's not a small small man. He's six foot three. Making super middleweight is probably tough for him and he's filled right into this light heavyweight division. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting time. No doubt we will give you our review of the fight and fingers yep. crossed uh, we get a new British champion come Sunday next week. So Joe, I will see you then. Is there anything you would like to add, Joe? What's next for you? What's when you're next? Uh, mine's Liverpool, I think. Tasha Jonas and Michaela Meyer. What's your next one? Same night, mate. Your favourite. I think we've got Misfits card that night um, in Leeds. So not not yeah, not too far. But I'm sure uh, I'm sure you'll be in Liverpool for the for the uh, for the boxing, yeah. for the world title, the world championship boxing. Which hopefully I'll get up on my phone whilst I, I'm watching uh, the influencers of today's world. Which uh, yeah, will be will be an interesting and fun week, but. Anything what? to get us, get anything to get me out again, mate. Anything to yeah, get me that's out. Again. It. You just want to get out and about, back in the hotel room, talking boxing, having a laugh. I think we're spoiled and we're privileged to have this job, Joe. And uh, especially at your age, man. Man, if I was nineteen, what was nineteen twenty? What was I doing? Yeah, kicking ass, kicking ass with an army uniform on. That's what I was doing. But listen, nice. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Joe. I will catch you next week, brother. And like yep. always, have a good week. I'll speak to you soon. Have a good week, mate. I'll see you soon. See you next week. Cheers, boss. Sports Social Podcast Network.